Bacon bit. We, we don't need an intro for this Let the one. Bacon bit. You guys both gonna do a Bond intro? Oh, okay, go ahead. That's you, all I it's it's literally a running joke for like years How do of this I shit. Bit? <laughs> no, if you hit the right notes, it's not funny, Zach. Oh, Zach, you made it sound good. We Man. hate you for it. Everyone, Welcome to this week's. For the record, I like that song. Bit. I, mean, I like I it too. I think me and my wife are the only people on earth that actually. And Sam don't Smith hate probably likes about, it too. Uh, we're talking about uh, Sam Smith's song, uh, Writings on the Wall. So because this is a very different bacon pit. Because yes. usually we come at you with movie reviews. Sure. And, uh, or, you know, some, something different. But like because, announcing Jake's leaving the show. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. But because it's still Dr. November. Woo! <laughs> We need to tackle a topic that we couldn't do on our two normal shows uh, that are Bond-themed shows. Well, we could have. It would just been extra long. Yeah. Because... They're already yes. extra because long. Because Bond songs, the James Bond songs, I theme songs for each movie. I hate the term Bond songs because I think Bond's a song, song, song. <laughs> but no. I, I really like combining words together uh-huh. uh, to make one word, as you may know. Portmanteaus. Bond? Uh, yes. Bonk? No, that's not okay. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Family friendly. <laughs> Family friendly. Zach pointed me in that direction. I wasn't going to actually say it. I was going to leave something to the imagination, unlike most of the intros of every Bond movie. Okay, there, there we go. go. Yeah. But uh, the, these songs <laughs> are in a category of themselves. And yes. we, we have been talking about them on our previous Bond show. We will be talking about them in our next Bond show. But we wanted to give some special love to these because they are. They are a whole thing that we want to talk about. Yeah. Everything in the Bond franchise, we can make its own show. And this probably should have got its own as well because we only have 007 categories oh! here. Because it's a category bacon bit. Because we're trying to limit ourselves to a bacon bit. This could have been a full uh, show. And I feel like... Like after going through this list, we could have added, I don't know, 10 more. Oh, totally. I, I think and I, I feel I think, like we should have. I think I said, why couldn't he have been 0013? <laughs> yeah. Because that would have given us more categories. So yes, we have we have seven categories we're going to be going through and each give our picks for it. We are not going to be talking about every James Bond song, but we could. And we're gonna do a lot of uh crossover as well. So yeah. 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 All right, let's just get started. First category is great song, but bad movie. Joel, what do you got? Uh, I'll start us off because I, I feel like this is what all you guys are going to pick, but I don't know for sure. Okay. The world is so this is The World Is Not Enough. By Sweetheart. Garbage by Shirley Monson. Yeah. Uh, no, I love Garbage. I loved them back in the 90s, and this came out, obviously, with the movie The World Is Not Enough. Uh, it's written by David Arnold and Don Black. Black, by the way, he's, he's written Thunderball and Diamonds Are Forever and The Man with the Golden Gun and Tomorrow Never Dies. Like, he had a lot of other James Bond songs. But this one was one where I felt like it, it it feels like a garbage song, but it also feels like a Bond song. Yeah, it has the epicness of Bond songs. Because I feel yes. like with the composer's help on most of these songs, maybe mm-hmm. not on some of the more recent ones, there's still the epic feeling. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of horns, orchestra, right? Yeah, yes. they got that there going behind there. There are even versions that you can get that are like the single version you might hear on the radio and like the, the beefed up orchestral yes. version. Yeah. And so awesome. when uh, David Arnold uh, offered this to Shirley Manson, apparently she like was so enthusiastic, was like screaming with excitement on the phone. And the, the, the band members said that this is one of their fantasies, was to be able to do a Bond song. Because who would have thought Garbage would have been chosen to do a Bond song? Not at all, right. Uh, and, but then she got really intimidated because she said, it's just me and my voice, I'm going to look like a fool. And they're like, they said, quote, 
one of her friends said, quote, no matter what happens, at least you won't come last because you couldn't be worse than aha. <laughs> oh, oh, that's wow. so mean. Yes. Uh, the song is, is written from the point of view of the antagonist Electric King, which brings me to the fact that I love this song. Holy cow, this movie is bad. Playing my hand for Monday, but the world is not enough is a bad Bond movie for a but number like, of reasons. But like Electric King's not that bad. She's not She's that bad. She's not that bad, but what What's happens her around her... Uh, Sophie Marceau. Sophie yes. Marceau. She's yeah, she's actually. Good. We'll talk about it on the on the episode. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's not a garbage song. Great but it's song. A gar- it is great a garbage kind song. of a garbage movie. Yeah. Okay. Kent. All right. Mine's a better choice. Is it? <clears throat> I'm wearing neon. So I may be much skiing. Neon. All right, so I'm going with A View to a Kill. Yeah. Because that is a definite tier three movie. Yes. Tier 003. And this is a great song that almost... I a tier three? I don't think I did. Did you not give a view to a kill? I, 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 I think, think we all gave it a tier There's no way three. of knowing. No, no. I, I gave it a tier two. I gave it a tier two. Really? Why? You did? Walken, Why? And one of those beautiful Bond girls ever. And it's good. Yes and yes, but it's still a tier 003. They implant horses with microchips, Ken. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> number one on Billboard. I think, is it the only Bond song? Yes. Has Skyfall... Did Sky, Skyfall not hit number one? I don't think it hit number one. I think... That's I think, a bit shocking. I'm not sure. So Duran Duran, they actually, they uh, co-wrote this with John Barry. John Barry, up until his death, wrote a lot of these songs, if not most of them. And they got along really well, which isn't always the case for a lot of these artists. And they actually played this song for him at a tribute concert. And the lyrics aren't really relevant to the movie itself. Truth be told, it doesn't really feel Bondish to me. Right. But I really, I it's, really enjoy it. It though, feels as like a, song. a '80s song that should have just been called "Dance into the Fire." Yes, right. Because then they're yeah. all "Do you to a kill," Do right, guys? To a Because it's the name of the movie. Yeah. And but I think this is an amazing song with so much energy, and the movie is not unwatchable, but not good at all. <laughs> so Zach, what do you got? Um, so I'll just play my hand here. I did mention it in passing to you guys. I picked two for every single category just in case i wanted to add some some little, parody to it. too much overlap bit. well you can still pick your favorite even yeah, if yeah. you have an honorable mention so there. i will i'll say this my favorite was picked which was this one the world is but i did present a second option which just so happened to be Until we <laughs> okay so among the two options so I agree with you, gentlemen. <laughs> I love that you picked two so that we couldn't have overlap in them. And they just happened to be. The, I'm like, we're so sorry. Yeah. Um, but I actually, on this category, did pick a third one, uh, but I didn't pull a clip for it, and I'll just mention it. I uh, Thunderball. I love Tom the Jones. Thunderball Tom Jones theme. Yeah. Don't like the movie very much, but it is an awesome song. It's and not Tom, unusual Tom Jones to be shot rips in that song. So I'll just call it out and say. Third option, Thunderball. All right, take it easy with those. We gave you two options, Zach, not three. Good. Well, I am going to ask what you picked for coolest opener. All right, I'm going to go first this time. So that is You Know My Name from Casino Royale by Chris Cornell. I'm going to dock points. From Soundgarden. I'm going to dock points on this one. Do not say Casino Royale in the song. He said he. Yeah, I think I think I remember reading. He said there's no way I could have fit that into the song and not sounded stupid. When we're playing Casino Royale <laughs> at the Casino no, Royale, the song works. And yes, it's. I think it's a little cheesy to just 
loop it in sometimes like the spy who loved me which may come up on this show the spy who loved that it's like hey remember it's a bond song this song is cool this song is, is cool. bond singing essentially but then when you pair it with the visuals of this and opener, that's, that's what i'm going for is the so opener cool. like the, the opening scene this because i love this song great choice yeah uh, i know but the the uh you for so long you had all of these like silhouetted women and all of this this certain look and then you come in with this new franchise this new feel and you have all of these cards and this minimalistic art everywhere yeah and gun, complete guns, animation guns firing spades yeah all of, it, it is so cool so yes. cool. And Chris Cornell, like he was hired by uh, composer David Arnold. So they wrote this song together. They had a couple months to work on it, which seems kind of different because I know when Billie Eilish got her song, they're like, you have two weeks, write something. Well, it was Billie Eilish. She could do that. Yeah. Well, her brother. Like, but Slam. Yeah. I, I just kind of wrote it just I now. I mumbled and we're good. Super memorable, guys. I don't Anyways. Remember. I honestly don't remember her song. But Chris Cornell, he was like, this is a new Bond. This is a rookie. And yeah, he's a little overconfident, but he's going to mess up. And it's going to be all about like, hey you might die, I might die, and here we go. And I just think, okay, I'll play my hand. This is my favorite Bond song altogether. Just in general. Oh, in general. Your number one. I in thought general. we were saving that, that for the end. Wait, that, did we have that at the end? No, I just... Okay. That's a bold choice. I think a lot of people don't really care for this one, or it's a middling one for them. What? Really? Yeah, I That's think so. shocking. I, I would guess, but I, I'm, I'm right with you. It's, okay. it's an awesome song. So, Zach? Or you want to wait till you have your two? Just in case. <laughs> okay, Joel. Uh... <laughs> So you picked cool, like, you know, cool kids. Yeah. Cool but kids. Cool kids song. I, I think mine is a better representation of the word cool. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Crap. Joel, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. So, you know, more, you know, suave cool. Yeah, not, yeah. Not kid cool. Um, <laughs> no, I, I... We're such 90s for kids. For all the same reasons you just said, this one came on, and I remember the credits, and I was just like glued my eyes and ears were both glued to what was happening yeah because i was so much enjoying the visuals and the song was just getting me pumped up for a james bond movie uh fun fact by the way this is i think the only james bond theme to not appear on a james bond soundtrack he, he was while he was carrying his recording his second album or second solo album carry on oh so he, it was on his album he said this is i want the song to be mine not just a song from a movie so he put it on his album which it was on a later compilation of bond songs but he really should have put it on the casino yeah truly because why else would you buy that soundtrack well it's actually a pretty good soundtrack casino royale <laughs> arm your casino <laughs> with royale all right zach okay and my choice is there we oh go oh my gosh <laughs> It's just so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> and the reason they chose Chris Cornell, they wanted a powerful man's voice when they've really had, like Joel defined, cool music yeah. before. Cool and sexy. They wanted powerful going into this new franchise. Well, and he, he thought it was so weird that they asked him because, mm -hmm. first of all, he's an American. Yeah, yeah. And second of all, he's a man. A lot of James Bond themes are traditionally powerful female vocals. And so can, can I pause? we can't be sure about aha, right? <laughs> can, I, can I pause you while you keep talking about it while I play my alternate choice? Sure. sure. Okay, go on. But he said, I'm not going to listen. Oh, yeah. What is that? From Russia with Love? On Her Majesty's Secret. Ah! 
Anyway, it's just an instrumental. Go on. Oh, yeah. No, uh, he also said that the influence... Chris Cornell, not not George Lazenby. Uh, Dame George Lazenby, that's what I just said. <laughs> Three names. Yeah. Uh, he said that his influences for You Know My Name were Tom Jones, uh, who performed Thunderball, and Paul McCartney from Live and Let Die. Oh, that makes and sense. I feel those influences in there. Yeah. It's got the DNA of a James Bond song. Great choices, one and all. Yeah, that was a great choice. We all well, picked the same one. Because it was the right choice. So next up, we have least relevant to its movie. What do you think, Joel? Now, this one does mention the title of the movie, but I don't think it's... It, no. Okay. Does it do anything for the movie? Nobody does. You stop that right now. Least relevant to its movie. Nobody no. does it better than Carly Simon. Zach, nobody does a spy game better than Roger Moore. I don't like him, but I know, but I love this song. You can love this song. It is a perfectly nice adult contemporary song that you would hear maybe on, you know. You're listening to Soft Sunday Sounds on FM 100. The and then they, they try to cram in the lyrics there when it's like, hold on, I have it right here. But heaven above me, the spy who, who loved, loved me, me is keeping all my secrets safe tonight. <laughs> Bonus points for <laughs> really? mentioning the title. It, it's so jammed in it's there. It's like the opposite it's of too Casino Royale song. for a James Bond movie. It's too sad for a James Bond movie. Not for Roger Moore. He's I, slow and sad. I, it's I the think, first... I think why it works, sorry to cut you off real quick, Sign. is they were trying to go for this relaunch of the series, and it was such a nice pop hit, and The Spy Who Loved Me was a nice, pop, successful it's movie. It's not a pop hit, though. It's like this slow, sad ballad. You know what yeah. I mean? It actually is the first James Bond song to be titled differently from the name of the film. Right. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I just... It spent three weeks at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Good for Good for Carly Simon. But I just, it, it's least relevant to its movie. You, you yeah. hear that. You don't think Jaws when you hear the spy who loved me. <laughs> so I think my... It doesn't say Egypt. It doesn't say Jaws. Personal bias coming in. I immediately tie this in with Roger Moore because this is the song that played in every in memoriam when Roger Moore passed. And it should and be played in memoriam. And not beginning a spy movie. And so I now look back on this song very fondly. There's no reason that I should like it. It's I'm a terrible Bond song, and I, I love it. I, I think it's a fine song, just not relevant to the spy who loved it's me. It's like one reference, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, Kent? Ah! Sigmund, Sigmund Freud. Freud. Analyze this. Analyze, Analyze this. this. <laughs> Analyze this. <laughs> I perfectly can't. How is this least relevant to the movie when it's literally the only thing she says? To die yeah. another day. I guess maybe it's day. the opposite of that one because it's just die another day, die another day, die another That's day. That's my time. And no. Kent, I might add, least relevant to its movie, that song is torture as James Bond is being tortured. You feel like you're in James Bond's it's shoes. It's true. Being stung by scorpions. Yes, this might be a little bit of torture, but I'll tell you what. Madonna's also in the movie in a prominent role. And <laughs> hey, she's in the movie. She's in the movie. So bonus points for mentioning the title of the movie and being the in singers the movie. in it. Now, sometimes so bonus like, I want the lyrics to somehow represent the movie and die another day. Joel, you make a very good point with the torture because <laughs> this song is absolute torture. And honestly, Analyze the this. way it builds into that song, because... The strings, the electronic strings in synthesizer and the, and the scorpions doing their thing. That worked for me. And then she starts singing and then everything ends. And then the fire dancers and the I'm ice dancers. I'm going to close the, okay. my body. The fire and Are ice. Seven Eleven. What's happening here? The fire and ice <laughs> dancers I thought were totally cool. They're cool looking. In it's the just, opening credits. Yeah. Yeah. In the credits. Because it's a Bond they thing. Were, they were the only thing that I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like but that. this is written by Madonna. This represents 14 months of torture for James Bond. Yeah. And four and a half minutes of torture for us. Yes. This was written by Madonna and Madonna only. 
And in, uh, in her electronica phase. Yes. Elton John said this is the most egregious Bond theme out there. Yes. And yep. he's absolutely right. I yes. agree Somehow with Somehow this hit number eight on Billboard, which Ew. makes me really sad. It was nominated for two Grammys. And the reason they chose her for this movie is because she wrote, I would say, a much better song, Beautiful Stranger, for Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I don't. Because of a it's James a Bond song. parody. No, I don't like the song. I like but Beautiful Stranger if enough. She, if she, got a, she did a parody of a James Bond movie yeah. song, and then she got a James Bond song. Yeah. It shows how what a parody this movie was. But I'm gonna suspend my senses. Sigmund Freud analyzed this. She literally Sigmund says Freud. Sigmund Freud in the middle of a song. Or, I shouldn't say song. In the middle of the noise. And maybe it is relevant to the movie because the movie's not good. And, and the song's it not set good. The tone. Uh, mm. Makes me sad. Because the intro was cool. Can I can I go? Yeah. You may. I'll give you you, you go for the least oh. relevant to its movie. My choice is. At least it's not as bad as Aha. <laughs> I don't mind this song. Living Daylights. Good harmony, guys. Yeah. This, this, it actually is a good song. You know, yeah, it's, it's fine. not a Bond song. It, but, but same thing with Nobody Does It Better. It, it just feels weird. And also, having this style of music with the more aggressive, angry the, Bond. Yeah. Yes, we'll get into that next That week. one doesn't quite jive with me. And then also, for whatever reason... This theme is woven within the score of the movie. It is. Kind of a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, stop reminding me of that song. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go away for a while. Like it needed an 80s sound, but more like an 80s like commando type of sound for well, the movie. Like you get Duran Duran coming in just before this one yeah. with their 80s. And it's like, oh, that feels 80s. This one, this one feels like, oh, it's like the B side. Well, the yeah. Duran Duran felt like they were trying to make up for Roger Moore. This feels mm -hmm. like we're trying to be cool. And yeah. also... Why Wait, like aha? Kid cool or like, like suave cool. cool? We're trying to be hip with the kids. Like, <laughs> are we, how many ways are you trying to find cool in this show? Was take on me like it, it was at, at its peak, and they're like, we got to get those guys. But they're going to be never, the next big star. There's, there's never an edge to take on me though, right? Well, just, you need I, an edge. I don't know how that happened, but I am flock of seagulls, maybe. Yeah. All right, let's go now with the most bondy. Wait, most bondy? Most bondy? Bondy? Blondie? <laughs> Actually, before I play, actually, actually, <laughs> actually, before, before I, play, I play my song, money penny. Let me just go back to a, a movie that Zach holds very dear. Uh, it's Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh yes, yes. So Bond is researching his family line, and he finds his family crest, which is actually Sir Thomas Bond in reality. Mm -hmm. His family crest and motto, which is Zach. Do you know the motto? Uh, the world is not enough, or Orbis non sesifit. So the world is not enough is James Bond's motto. Mm -hmm. His family motto. His family motto. Yes. And so the most Bondy song is... Third time it's mentioned on this I mean, episode. You know... Such a good song. It's such a good song. You're not uh, You're not far off. I think I mean, that, that's that was, a good choice. That's a stretch, Kent. That's a stretch. No, because it's not it. It's not like a Shirley Bassey classic. Right. It's Shirley Matson, though, so pretty, pretty close. <laughs> basically half the same name. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Actually, literally, not even basically. <laughs> what you're saying is it's not this song, Kent. It's not My that pick. song. Right. I thought, I mean, you obviously were more of a hipster kind of roundabout choice, but I went yeah. straight forward. Most Bondy? It's Shirley Bassey doing Goldfinger. Come on. The slightest touch. This is one of those songs where I feel like it just oozes Bond. It's got that kind of sultry sound to it, the powerful vocals uh, behind it. I would it. say this is even cool. Yes. Yeah, cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> some fun facts about this one is that she actually had 
a song just before it's a hit. So it was kind of the thing like, oh, they got a hit. Let's yeah. she got a hit. Let's use her. And then they they got her to sing it. But as they were writing it, Zach, you've mentioned that the song reminds you of Moon River. It Moon also River. reminded when uh, when Leslie Brucus and Andrew Newley were asked to create the lyrics for the song. John Barry played the first three notes, and they both looked at each other and sang out "Wider than a mile." Wider than a mile. Uh, John Barry was not amused. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. And also, well, uh, he did it. Also, so. a fun fact: amazing, amazing vocals from Shirley Bassey in this. Outstanding. She gets to the ending; she has to hit that really high note. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was having hard time hitting that final note, so she actually went in the back and took off her bra, and then came back in and was able to sing the high note because they were very constrictive back in the days. Been there. And then she said she. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> but then she was. She said she. Shirley Bassey recalls as she's hitting the final note. I was holding it and holding it. I was looking at John Barry and I was going blue in the face. And he's going just one more second, one more second. When it finished, she nearly passed out. Uh, and but uh, Harry Saltzman hated it. One of the producers we talked about him in the previous yeah. show hated the he song. He hated it. He said it's the worst song I've ever heard in my life, and he didn't want it in. Okay, take it easy. Yeah, but there wasn't enough time. Uh, for a placement song to be written and recorded, so they went, let's go with it. And it, to me, it is the most Bondy song. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a great choice. It's a, uh, a really an all-timer uh, as far as songs go. Um, I wanted in this category, be, really because of that song, uh, I did consider Adele's Skyfall. Because it Let has actually fall. it has that for modern days it is yeah. Goldfinger because oh. it has the sound you referencing yeah. these exact no Skyfall is the modern day modern Goldfinger, day Goldfinger. Mm. it has those sounds so I really did consider it and even pulled a clip for it uh, but then a song that I love and just honestly wanted an excuse to mention but this feels so Bondy and I'll tell you why but here we go. Love me some John Barry strings. Yeah, they are so. Good. Although I hear Robbie Williams, you hear Robbie Williams from yeah. Millennium, obviously. So this is "You Only Live Twice," Nancy Sinatra. This song to me is is everything you want in a Bond movie because it's got the the style, but it also gets into this Japanese part, right? And so it represents the globe trotting nature that is this franchise. It's the theme of the movie. Yeah, it's it's bouncing all around. But it doesn't mention the villain, which is what mine does. Yeah, but it says or the title it's sung of, from the villain. It says point the of view. title of the movie, <laughs> though, and that's what we know. Christopher is Walken it says the title of the movie. No, it, I love this song, but the fun fact with this one is that Nancy Sinatra, being selected for it, she was not confident at all no. in her performance. So much so that she had to record it multiple times and they just had to piece together her performance like Charlie oh, it's like Brown editing kids? an episode of bacon cell <laughs> okay yeah pretty much pretty much maybe for you guys but yeah oh, I, uh-huh. one take one take <laughs> <laughs> this song for me is is one of my favorites and one of my favorite movies um i just love it and th- there was a time when it popped up in the show mad men and i just freaked out because i'm like it's my song uh so this will always represent the early bond franchise uh, for me, and I adore wow, it. I thought we yeah. were all going to pick Goldfinger on that no. one. Yeah, it's coat of arms all the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, we have, obviously, Leashed Bondy. Leashed, Leashed Bondy. Bondy. That sounds naughty when we say it that way. No, it doesn't. Leashed Bondy. Silence. What do you say, Joel? This is FM 100, Light FM, what? Adult Contemporary. As much as I enjoy Sheena Easton. 
I, I do think I enjoy a couple of her songs. I do think she's a good singer. Would you even say the opening of this movie is the least Bondy because it's just her face singing? It's her the face. Song. Apparently, when they, when they were doing, yeah, the movie, why is she just performing it? This because is so they weird. said, I think it was one of the producers said she is strikingly attractive. You can't say that anymore. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he I mean, said. Yeah, but he said like she is like the embodiment of a Bond girl. We want her on the screen. Okay, but apparently because I mean this was made back in the day. Uh, early 80s film stock and cameras weren't as good and so they were doing these extreme close-ups with soft light focus and very high resolution film stock so they literally had to put her head in a steel clamp to keep it from moving so she wouldn't blur and she said it was a very uncomfortable experience being strapped into a chair with no she needs and i expect you to die (laughs) (laughs) that's what it feels like uh nominated for best original song but lost to arthur's theme I feel when like wake up, nobody does it better was such a hit that they're like, we need, we need another easygoing pop hit. And honestly, I could have flipped this with the other one with the least relevant to its movie because this one doesn't even... No, this one this no, one is I the will title say, of the song. Well, the title, yeah. For Your Eyes Only, is a very spy-heavy title. Sure. Yes. But the song... Yeah. You don't hear this and think James Bond. There, there's not even like some James Bond songs, they start off with that little, you know, maybe like a guitar or some sort of right. spyish music. Yeah. But this one just is adult contemporary really, straight through and through. Yeah. You've got between uh, this one, All Time High, and uh, the Nobody Does It Better. Yeah. It's just like, wh- why? It's the did love we get themes. into the easy listening. Yeah. It's the love thing. Bring back I mean, the horns. We have All the Time in the World, Trash Song. <clears throat> Wow. I'm kidding, wow. Zach. I'm kidding. If, I'm kidding. If I had laser vision, you would know. <laughs> if I had a laser attached to my head. <laughs> All right, my choice is. <laughs> it's, once again, I, we've already played it, but The Living Daylights. Like, this feels the least Bondy to me because, like, they didn't really care about the franchise at all. Sincerely, I don't think this is a bad song. I no, it's a, it's a good song. I, th- I actually quite enjoy it. Terrible Bond song. It's not a yeah. Bond day enough. Yeah. So they wrote this one alongside John Barry, and then the band said, you know what? We're not going to let you use this for the movie unless you just use our version. Like, we'll put some of your strings and horns in there a little bit, but we don't want to give you songwriting credit. Like, they actually kind of hated each other. Uh, John Barry and Yeah, uh-huh. John Barry and uh-huh. Yeah, th- because of that, this was, The Living Daylights was John Barry's 12th and final. Like, the Did guy who adopted, he stopped after this. Oh, that's so sad. He retired. He's like, I'm done with this stuff. Yeah, he, he actually called You're it. saying he had an aha moment? Oh, wow. <laughs> Zach is not laughing right now. <laughs> so John Barry actually called the members of AHA the Hitler Jugend, which wow. is the Hitler Youth. <laughs> wow. He hated them. And then they were like, hey, uh, this is the guitarist of AHA. He said, I love the stuff that John Barry added to the track. I mean, it gave it this sort of cool string arrangement. It's really start, started to sound like a Bond thing. And I'm like, it is a Bond song. Yeah, Let him be. do more. All right. For this one, uh, full disclosure, I did initially pick For Your Eyes Only. Great choice there. But I went in a different direction with this one. That This is not a... The Family Crest? This is not a bad song. But this does not feel very it's Bondy to me. It's a bad song. It's just least Bondy. Yeah. This doesn't feel very Bondy to me. Say live and let die. I like this song. It's a good song. Weird Bond song. Back in the day, I did not know this was a Bond song. That's my. That's Is it exactly because it transcends the franchise? Yes. It, this you you could play this with Band on the Run, and much like Band on the Run, this has three different completely unrelated sections. <laughs> yeah. Oops, Paul McCartney, whatever. Um, but this song came on all the time on like classic. It still does on on classic it's a very radio. Very good song. It's a great song. It's overrated. And then the first time, I really like it. It's overrated. The first time I heard it connected with the movie, I'm like, 
Oh, there's, uh, there's a movie called Moon Let Die. <laughs> I feel like it fits the mysticism of the movie, and it mm. plays like seven times throughout. It plays, it plays a lot, so much throughout. And this is actually a pet peeve of mine in the franchise when it plays exactly as it is, not like looped in in a different way, it's like, like the, you know, different arrangement is softer. No, it or whatever. just just playing that song again and again and again and again. I actually got tired of it in the course of watching the movie, but I like this song a lot, and I had no clue it was a Bond song. So maybe because of that. I still have almost no associations with this being in Bond. Okay. It's this classic rock song that just happened but to be in I a say, Bond movie. But when I say overrated, I do like the song. Yes. But I also feel like I would like each one of those individual songs as, as a piece, as mm-hmm. its own thing. Like it's, right. But putting them together, yeah. it's a little mishmashed, I, th- I feel like. That middle section, I, I think I mentioned this on last week's episode. What is it, Matt? His you know? wife is like, you're going to put this in. And he's like, all right. Sorry, honey. But yeah, it, it's in the beginning is really cool. And then... It just goes in a in a different non bondy place. Good yeah. song, a lot of not, energy. Not bondy to me. Understandable. All right, now we've talked some positives, we talked some negatives, but let's just get into the real grit. This category is: you would rather sit on a chair with no bottom. <laughs> and Which, if you've seen wait, Casino so, Royale, wait, what's the category again? If you would you'd rather sit on a chair with no bottom. Oh, Basically, this is torture. Okay, this is torture. There. Clarify. No, it's don't clarify. Torture. If you've seen Casino oh, Royale, so you understand. Torture. Yeah. So I think I'm choosing something different from you guys, but I'm very curious to see what you guys play. Well, hmm? But my choice is. Okay. 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 No, this listen one. to this. Hold on. How many cats are outside? <laughs> are they trying to kill us? No, this song, Kent, this song starts off so cool. I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oil and water. Well, again, this yes. this song, and if you listen to this one and you listen to You Know My Name, they clearly were trying to start a new Bond motif. Right. Because the, the uh, You Know My Name is da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. They do that the same. They do the same thing here because they were initially with Casino Royale. They were replacing the Bond with "You Know My Name." So they do that here, and it's wasn't quite James Bond yet. And it, it is such a good idea. It's a good idea. And then they're like, "Hey, Jack White, you're kind of wandering around in pajamas. Yeah. You want to write a James Bond song?" It's like Alicia yeah, Keys already in the studio. Yeah, she's here. I'll just get her. And like, we don't sound really good together, but let's try this out. Hey, let's not even plan what we're gonna say. And honestly. The lyrics kind of work, but Jack White raps, I, and it, yeah. it doesn't quite work. The lyrics are quite Bondy. Well, I will my say. problem is they talk like this yes. at the same time. And, and they, they don't go, harmonize. And the lyrics are like shoot them up, bang bang, yeah yeah yeah, and they don't vocalize it, well. I like the distorted Jack White guitar here. I love the Alicia Keys piano. This is a tier one Bond song if Jack White's not singing. If it's just no, if there's no singing, because her singing is this just is the as bad. only duet of any Bond song we've any Bond song. Their harmony Bond sounds song. like our harmony on a song bracket. Yes, show. <laughs> yes, like, that is fair. So and awesome, but I will say the opener is like the sexy sand dunes where the sand dunes dun, turn dun, into dun, ladies, dun, 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 dun. and and this desert makes me really thirsty. Oh, family <laughs> friendly. You know what the travesty of this is? Hmm. Did you know there's an alternate song that was was recorded? To be used. I do, and we'll talk about that on the main okay, show. Okay, but real quick, Unless, while you say alter, alternate songs, because I didn't mention this, yeah. but there's a song by Katie Lang called Surrender. Yeah, it's way better. Which is way Should better. I wouldn't say better. It feels more Bondy to me. Yeah, I yeah. love Tomorrow Never Dies. Why but, didn't they? But, oh, I don't like Tomorrow Never Dies. I like it. Uh, wait, wait. Oh, you're saying for Quantum of Solace, there's an alternate one. For Quantum of Solace, there's an alternate. I don't know if I know that one. Recorded by a little person you might know as Dame Shirley Bassey recorded a song for Quantum of Solace. What? And it says Quantum of Solace in the song. Okay, well, I don't need it to say Quantum of Solace. <laughs> I actually Not everything don't know. needs to say Moonraker. She does say Quantum and she does say Solace. I don't know if she says it. 
it together. But she, yeah, Dame Shirley Bassey recorded wow. a song and they didn't use it. But she worked and with, they went David, with that. She worked with David Arnold, who did the score. And so it has the score in it and they just didn't use it. Wow. It's crazy. Okay, so what did you choose? Well, I thought, once again, I thought we were all going to pick this, but you already picked it. I already picked it. I'm hey, you wait. come here often? Hold on. I'm going to wake up, yes and no. I'm going to kiss some part of. I'm going to keep this secret. Part of what? I'm going to close my body now. I guess I die another day. Those what does that lyrics? do close your body? Sigmund babe. Freud. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying Analyze to pick this. up, a, pick up on you in the club. This. I hate this song. I hate this song so much. And but the back the background riff is okay. No, the I, strings I, are. I don't like it. I mean, maybe the maybe synth, isolated, but it's, it's all connected. Mm-mm. Uh, but Madonna said that she adapted this song to the theme of the movie, describing it as a metaphor for destroying one's ego. But in the email, it got it got mistranslated, and so she ended up just destroying our eardrums. <laughs> she didn't realize that was the problem. But it's actually a complete song. It's not two people trying to vocalize and synchronize their songs, their voices together. I would rather listen to I, a, I, a Jack White and Alicia Keys than Madonna. These are my two choices, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Madonna won. I, I feel like that the the Jack White. Um, what was it called? Another way to die. Another way to die. I feel like that was a failed experiment. Like, you know what? You, you try tried. to close your body. You tried. <laughs> it, well, it should have been an end credit song. It yeah. shouldn't have been the opener. Yeah. But it, it, it was one where I'm like, they tried, swing and a miss, good effort. Yeah. Whereas Madonna's, I'm like, no, get your ego out of this. You are a terrible, terrible songwriter at this point. Stop. Zach, love that choice. I did make it. But again, alternates. So here's my other choice. Yes, this song is torture. Thank you, Zach. This, I was hoping this would be trashed at least one time. I hate this song. Oh, yeah. The man with the golden the gun. With the golden way too gun. many. There are way too many waka chicka waka chickas in this there's song. Waka chickas. There's her voice cracks like crazy. Like this is just. And it's Lu- it's Lulu. Is Lulu, that a name? Yeah, yeah, Lulu. It does singer? fit the movie, other than just saying the in, title in that a lot. It sucks. Yeah, just so it's it overly cheesy. No, they're tr- they're trying to do a Goldfinger thing where they're like, oh, we're going to talk he about the villain. He has got three nipples. <laughs> it charges a million a shot. <laughs> Eventually, he will go with Dracula. Maybe he was already. Yeah, uh, I so don't like that one. The man with the golden gun. If we haven't mentioned it already, uh, we it, have not. Yeah, yeah. It, the man with the golden. It's the second Roger Moore, and you knew you were in for trouble. I mean, you knew you were in for something different with Live and Let Die, his first. And then you hear Lulu and you're like, oh, no. It's yep. getting right. this. We, oh, this is going to be rough. Yep. And most of his tenure, pretty rough songs. Truth be told, I'd rather listen to all these than sit on a chair with no bottom. Just saying that. Um, Hyperbole. I'm just saying. No, I want to sing Writings on the Wall, so I'll take the chair with no bottom. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, now I get it. No, you don't. Next up, we have the voice of Bond. And I'm going to stop you guys before you go anywhere. There's only one correct answer here. Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) He's the voice. Have you guys noticed, by the way, Sean Connery, you do impressions of him all the time. Does anyone do any impressions of any other James Bond? He never never, Uh, never happened to the other fella. Just never happened to the other fella. Um, No. Can we just say it on three? I'm Now I'm worried because Joel always does this wild card. No, I I don't. All right. Ready? One, One, two, two. Three. Shirley Bassey. Okay. Thank you. Shirley but Bassey. Joel, you already chose Shirley Bassey. I did, but I chose I chose Goldfinger. I didn't choose this one. Okay. Breaking Joel. Wait, wait, wait. Just listen. That first that high note, and listen to the sustain note here. Okay. 
so, so good. This is Shirley Bassey, who um, Dame Shirley Bassey. Dame Shirley Bassey. Yes. If, you'll, if you'll permit me, she was featured in such movies as Goldfinger, as well as Diamonds Are Forever, and of course, we can't forget. She actually did also record a song for Thunderball called Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Kiss, Bang, Kiss, bang, yep. bang, but it was not used in the movie, but they used the club Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, her only top 40 hit in the U.S. was Goldfinger. Yeah, which made it into the Grammy Hall of Fame as yeah. well. Oh, and then yeah. also, as mentioned earlier, uh, she recorded No Good About Goodbye, which was supposed to be used for Quantum of Solace. So she has technically recorded five different Bond songs. And yeah, there's, no, there's no other choice. I mean, it could have said John Barry is kind of like oh. behind the sure. voice sure. of he, Bond. Absolutely. But Shirley Bassey is the voice of Bond. Yeah, David Arnold also composed a lot, a lot. of these, which I was very impressed by. Uh, but Shirley Bassey, you hear that voice, you think James Bond, and and it's, she's a fantastic singer. Yes. And she's Welsh. I had no idea. I thought she yeah. was English. Uh, her career started in 1957 and was singing up until what? 2007, 2008? Yeah, she's still alive. Yes. But I don't think she's performing anymore. Just but amazing. Dame though. Shirley Bassey, we appreciate you if you're listening right now. And we love <laughs> We love voice. you very much. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be a punk and say Sam Smith when we all said it together. How but- do I? I can't. I, you you cannot say anything against Shirley Bassey. She no. just is outstanding. And truth be told, like uh, you, you mentioned it earlier, but Adele singing Skyfall kind of brought not not that she's the new Shirley Bassey, but she brought this James Bond theme into the mainstream world again. They could reuse Adele for other Bond movies, and it would work quite well. I, and I, would I agree. think they should. She uh, did it. Actually, job. I'm going to do a little uh, Zach attack on you guys. Whoa. Oh, you can't do a Zach attack. You're Kent. <laughs> oh. Uh, Kent, Kent Creep. <laughs> okay, uh, Kent Creep on you guys. <laughs> Who would you have seeing the reboot of James Bond? Who would you have seeing the okay, first Okay, so we're moving song? in a new direction. Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, yes. Who yeah. seems most appropriate to, that has like the soulful sound? What is Jojo Siwa doing these days? Oh, she's doing Dancing with the Stars. Okay, she's out. Okay. Um. <laughs> but it takes some time. I have my pick already. Go for it. Yeah, yeah go, go. Let me think. Lady Gaga. Ooh, that's a good she choice. She was born fan- for it. Okay. Oh, as, yeah. As, as much as I may question some of her uh, fashion choices sure. and, you know, meat dress or whatever. Choices, uh, see, uh, I, I think her voice up is Tony fantastic. She's, she's good, post Tony Bennett. And she has a respect yeah. for the old singers as well. Absolutely. She has, yeah, very oh, much. Oh, that's a good choice. That's a, that might be the best choice. I know. Because yeah. I would do, I, I would be happy to bring Adele back. Yeah. Is there a male singer that could do a Bond song at this point? Well, the problem is they probably <laughs> would ask... They would What's ask, his name? The redhead guy. Oh, oh um, Ed Sheeran. They'd probably or, ask Ed Sheeran to do or it. Charlie Puth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got um, Sam Smith, the Puth. who I, I don't care for Sam Smith. I like the song, but they chose him and it worked out See, okay. Uh, I think not. that song's orchestrated well. Yes. But he hated singing it. Because he sucked. Um, oh. <laughs> no, but it, that song is orchestrated very, very well. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to take your Lady Gaga, but I'm okay. just going to throw out a wild card. I'm just going to say The weekend. Oh, I'm out. Could be fun. No, I think it could, could be, be fun. fun. Mm. It'd be a la, it would be kind of like a Duran Duran. Like that's as an long out, as it's out not the young choice. Michael Jackson there as well. What's yeah. his name? Bruno Mars. Uh, Bruno yeah, Bruno Mars. He's got yeah. a good voice. Yeah, I'd rather have well, the Bruno Mars and his new uh, Silk Sonic. That they might be cool. Oh, they are cool. Yeah. So all right, okay. Yeah. But you know, it's going to be like Travis Scott. Oh. But Lady Gaga the movie, would be the great. The movie is set in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. The Rihanna. Rihanna singing it. Okay. She's One. got a great voice. Actually, I could see it. How about this? In all seriousness, Chris Stapleton. 
He's cool. I have no idea who Who's that is. That? He's a country guy. Did he win like an American Idol once? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I have He's no cool. idea right, who guys, that is. Oh, we're, this, we got it. This is a bacon bit. We got to go. All right. So thank you, uh, listener, for listening. Uh, it, well, okay. Just real quick. If you, you already said, mentioned yours, Kent. If you had to pick like an all-time favorite James Bond yeah. song. It is Chris Cornell's You Know My Name. You would say You Know My Name. Yes. And in, I don't even love the Craig tenure, but yeah. it, it encapsulates it very well. And I really already mentioned mine. It's You Only Live Twice, uh, mostly because of the strings. Um, only because... You have, well, only because we have all the time in the world is technically not an opening theme. But yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And I might have to pick Skyfall. Honestly. Skyfall. You like, make yeah. so much fun of it, though. I do, I do, but the thing is that when I listen to it, there's something about Adele. Oh, it's so yeah. good. That, like, I mock lot, and I laugh, yeah. and then when it comes on, I just sit there in reverence. <laughs> I think if you say, you say Skyfall, and you say Goldfinger, and no one bats an eyelash. Yeah, because yep, the thing both. is, I, I do love Goldfinger. Yep. It is, like, a very Bond song to me, but it's also, I mean... The lyrics are kind of cheesy, yeah. but it's like uh, he, the man with the, he only loves gold. A spider's touch. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but it's still good. And all these James Bond, I, I would say for the most part, I could listen to an entire place of James Bond songs and be happy and <laughs> skip over die another day and I'll be fine. But there you go. So let us know mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know your favorite and least favorite James Bond songs. What would you have picked for the categories we've chosen? That's what we want to know. Oh, and just wait a couple more days because we will be finishing off Dr. November. Yes. Suave and cool. Sigmund Freud. right notes is not funny, Zach. Uh, Zach, you made it sound good. We Man. hate you for it. Boo.